recording. Oh, okay. I wasn't recording before. Oh, but, good. Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, that would be bad. If have no, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, I. In, in surprisingly enough, surprisingly enough, I forgot what happened. But the I ordered something. I ordered like pizzeria, like you know, pizza pie, and um, some other stuff. And they didn't have something. I think they didn't have the broccoli robin sausage thing that Tracy likes. So they sent oh, okay. us free cannolis. Oh, and, th- and those cannolis were really good. I was surprised. Nice. What were they? They were just like the plain flavor. Yeah, they were like the you know because it's like the fried shell and then the um, the powdered sugar and then inside is the all that goo, if you will. Yeah, I just saw your I just saw your notes that says this show is awful. <laughs> so not broken corners. <laughs> yeah, welcome to broken corners. I'm Karen. I'm Amando. <laughs> Uh, this week we're going to talk about an episode of MacGyver that really messed me up when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> I need to. I need to talk to you about this. <laughs> I'm glad we have a podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, opportunity. Well, so mind you, I've never seen MacGyver. I've this is my first time watching an uh, episode of MacGyver from cheesy start to cheesy finish. Yeah. Um. So you must have been a MacGyver fan. Uh, tell me, like, what's like, what's his deal? Beside his mullet. Oh God, uh, his <laughs> his deal. I think he was like a. Um, I don't. I think he was sort of like a quiet, sensitive kind of hero, where he was. You know, he was supposed to be like a genius, basically. Uh, yeah, but then he. Like, he was always pro-science and in pro kind of, like, progressive things like animals and the environment and women. Uh, Actually, women I'm not sure about. uh, Because this episode certainly didn't paint women in a good light. Uh, No. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there. yeah. (laughs) We can talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. But the main thing was that at least three times per episode, he would be, there'd be like, oh, there's something really bad. And then he would use, like you know, his duct tape and jackknife and whatever else he could find to make a quick solution for it. Yeah. And, but like, what were, what uh, were his credentials? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Like it was like, he's a scientist, military scientist. Yeah. Like, okay. I don't, yeah. It's, it was very funny that he was, would be picked to, of all people to be dropped into the mission that he was uh, on here. <laughs> But so I think the deal is that he he's working for this uh, for a think tank. That's okay. what, that's what the organization was. So he's sort of their like operative, but not like a wet work kind of operative, like a sciency operative. Not you know like less spy, an assassin, and more. He's your guy to just go in and figure stuff out. Gotcha. And I think in, there's a, so this is from the 80s. This episode that we watched is from 1985. Um, It was the third season, but I guess there, I didn't know this until last night. There was a reboot in 2016 
Mm-hmm. And in that one, the um, the think tank was just a, a front for it being like a, a black ops. Oh, kind of is deal. It, now it, there there was a reboot, but is it his son? I don't know. Oh, you, you don't you don't you don't care that much. <laughs> I kind of don't. I'm sorry. I'm also super snuffly. I I've been really sneezy this morning. Um, yeah. So, okay, let me just, well, I'll just read the description because my brain doesn't really function very well right now. And I just snuffle into the mic. Okay, so a satellite containing a deadly virus that causes rapid aging crashes to Earth. And so MacGyver and his boss, Pete, they have to convince the scientists who did it to destroy it before it destroys the world. (laughs) (laughs) Which is conceptually that's pretty big for a 42 minute episode you know and yet they yeah. still managed to to pace it really oddly the whole thing is is i hated, oh. hated it hated it yeah well i mean you just drop this guy in there right and then you leave him but like you already have like i don't see the point of dropping him in if basically the military is so hard up in like just um, you know, destroying the whole zone, right? So basically, he's supposed to retrieve the the vial or whatever, mm-hmm. put it into a very you know a cont- like a container that's you know doesn't allow for anything to leak out, and then bring it back to the to base, if you will. But just in case the military is ready to destroy the whole thing with napalm, I believe it was, yeah. So that the it kills everything and that the the virus itself will be destroyed. Right. Um, so you get him like dropped in at the start of the show in this sort of spacesuit, and there's just this like field of dead sheep, like hundreds of dead sheep, and then he goes into the woods and all the wild creatures are dead too. Yeah, everyone's dead. It's sad. And the bear, and then every time he sees an animal, like a dead animal, that music would come on. Yep, and it was great. It's like, oh no, a bunny too, bro! Swell, swell, swell. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it it didn't. As I was watching it, I was just like, oh, I thought this was about nuclear stuff because that's that's what I was obsessed with when I was little. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, but it, uh, now I understand that what it actually was, was, so the think tank that he's part of, they have like the scientist on, on staff and what she did was she, she took this, uh, strain of a virus that she was working on and she sent it into space. Like she, she covertly put it on this satellite and then because she wanted to study what like her long-term goal was to to fix world hunger yeah i still i'm still on the fence with the science on that one yeah which was a big deal in the 80s but what it so it was the virus was inert when she (laughs) it's a big deal now too (laughs) okay okay No, but like the like feed the world. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know. Hands across America hands, is that? No, hands across America was AIDS. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. 
I don't really know, to be honest with you. Oh, Farm Aid, right? Farm Aid, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, Not he, Farm Aids. <laughs> then they could do Hands Across Africa. But that makes more sense. Well, no, I guess. Because you can't. Because Africa is like a full content. This conversation. But it's, it's, so, like, Hands Across America. Like, you have a hard time getting to Hawaii and, and, and Alaska. Oh, yeah. you. I, I love that what you're objecting to is the geographical <laughs> accuracy of mm-hmm. the concept. Not just yeah. the idiocy. It also <laughs> sounds like you're drinking just, like, straight up a whole, like, gallon of whiskey on ice right now. I really wish it's iced coffee, but no. <laughs> no. Um, okay, wait. So, okay. So, here's the concept. So, she put it... She sent it... She wasn't supposed to, but she, like, basically smuggled this inert virus out onto the satellite. Um, and then somehow being in space, they what they said was that the zero gravity effects triggered it out of its inert state into, into mutating so that it suddenly had these effects. Like, well, it, so it changed. And then, oh, oh, the satellite crashes and the, the thing with the virus, the piece of the satellite hits on this this farmer's flock of sheep and kills them and she's just like yeah but guess what the the virus is awesome because what why it killed them was it made them age super fast and so her idea was that oh this applies to my my study of crops that it could accelerate how quickly they grow and then that would allow us you know to solve hunger issues but how because if would... you, because I mean, if you can triple the rate at which a plant grows, then you can create food three times faster. Yeah, but wouldn't wouldn't the wouldn't the also the shelf life uh, also increase? Like, well, would be diminished rather? Well, so that's the thing. Is she? That's the basically the case they were making for all of this is that she was taking these sort of conceptual leaps, but she was bypassing safety protocols at every stage and that she had a history of doing this where like she was just like no i think i'm right so i'm gonna give it a shot and then they didn't you know like they didn't know ultimately what the the end results of the experiment would be why didn't they just fire her right Instead, like, they, instead of letting her continue to be in this bazillion dollar lab that ultimately gets you know blown to hell, and it wasn't the first time she she's like fucked up and 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 gone against protocol. Yeah. So they mentioned in the episode she did something with some some I don't even know what else it was, but it she was, snuck it on the. I almost or, said West Elm disease. Hilarious. Yes. yes it was you, what Chinese? Oh, oh. Is it no? It's Japanese elm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that she had smuggled. She had, she had, she has this dog that she loves and it's the only sort of normal relationship she has. So (laughs) I guess. And so she she had um, basically fed it to the dog. So it was in its bladder. And then when it left the lab, it just went and peed on a tree and it immediately, like in that case, the virus or whatever it was worked the way that she intended it to. But it really also like called into question like up until then you were like, oh well she at least she loves the dog. And then it was like, oh, but you're you're also experimenting on the dog. Right. 
yeah, at that point, her integrity, her integrity was shot. And yeah. She should have been fired. But so, okay, so MacGyver retrieves the virus, the piece of the satellite with the virus, and then the army comes, or whoever comes in and napalms the shit out of everything anyway. So there's like this raging forest fire that 300 firefighters are trying to put out. Also, they can pretend like they, you know, the military didn't do this. And then they go back and, you know, yell at this chick. And she's just like, I guess I'll destroy it, but I don't want to. And she only did it because it actually almost broke out of the lab. And they had to, yes. they had to try to seal it up with a Bunsen burner. And, Bunsen, and, and Freon from the fridge. Yeah. So, yeah. So ultimately she uh, agrees and destroys this thing. Because MacGyver made a really good point was... You know, this fell on a herd of sheep. What if it had fallen in Tokyo? You know, like it would have, it would, it would have just decimated the world. So, so she destroys it, but then they're like, oh, we know her. She's an asshole. I bet she didn't really destroy it. And she (laughs) didn't. She kept a sample back. And then, unfortunately, she's about to start experimenting again. And then her dog comes and knocks the, Uh, petri dish out of her hand and the dog gets in it and she's too dumb to stand back from the dog and so then they both just like become they reverse reverse benjamin button or i guess it's just reverse benjamin button before your eyes what'd you think about that (laughs) well yeah i don't i don't really have much to say I just don't know why she wasn't fired. I don't know why Pete's such a fucking cuck. I don't understand. <laughs> the boss, yeah. He, he's such a whiny piece of shit. <laughs> what are you going to do? Oh, I'm like, oh, shut up. And he's like, he's such a whiny. He's so whiny. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. I can't take it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how anyone has respect for him. But I think, like, with MacGyver, he's... A lot of the time, he's just quiet. Like, he doesn't talk that much. He doesn't have that much dialogue. And then when he does talk, he's just super chill, like Thorazine chill. And he, there was some line about, uh, you know, about all the animals being killed and everything. And he just goes, it's devastating, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That... Okay, so with all that said, then let's and then okay but we didn't do the ending so then the ending is in order to get rid of this virus then the whole facility self-destructs and so <laughs> ah, macgyver and pete have to there so there's six stories below ground in this bunker and so then they have to you know rig the uh the elevator to get out of there um which they somehow manage and then they walk away that what's so funny is so they get out the whole thing's exploded they've run 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 and then pete pete's just like oh man that's a horrible loss and then the two of them just slowly walk away away and kick them the credits (laughs) whose name's all over it henry the fucking fonz winkler yeah yeah he was what the director the ep yeah i think he was the executive producer okay what a piece of shit. Like, it's also, like, heavy-handed, like, you know, with the animals, and it would stop. And then later on, she's, she's um, 
what do you, you call it um experimenting on our, another animal and he's like haven't we lost enough animals today right <laughs> and, and then and then finally you know what makes her understand is that she loses her dog yeah Another heavy-handed scene was the first entry into the facility, and they focused so much on the elevator and all the floors mm-hmm. so that you have that callback later on how hard it is to get out of there where everything is exploding. Right. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. First of all, why build something that you have to destroy every <laughs> – the whole thing? Yeah. Totally. Like <laughs> – I don't know. It's this also hard. It's just really funny that they. So it's a think tank that clearly has military affiliation. Yes. But then they can't. They can't police their like. They can't. The guy like Pete just acts like, oh well, I've got this rogue scientist. What am I gonna do? Well, he does say that he's MacGyver asks what'll happen to her. Oh yeah. And he says, oh, I'll make a recommendation to the board, and that probably won't be good, but we'll see what it's up to them yeah but in the meantime you're just gonna let this reckless person continue to have access to you know a bazillion dollar facility and uh yeah so that was all crazy it it, it was it was was a bit much so do you also the 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 uh, another um thing was when they said oh we sent everyone home Uh, so no one no one no one is hurt uh, by the explosion, except for that one guy who came back because he left his wallet in the office. <laughs> yeah. And then they'll be hurt on Monday when they don't have a job anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what's going to happen? And then it's all, it's all classified, right? So, yeah. like, what happened? I don't know. Someone left the iron on. <laughs> like, um, would you like to know why I yes. this episode? Yes, please. <laughs> For the love of God. So when I was a kid, we would we would always watch. I think MacGyver was Sunday night, and we would always watch it. Like it was one of those like, you know, we had Night Rider and we had MacGyver. Those were like the big weekend shows, and um, like usually on Sunday, my mom would make some kind of like fancier dinner with some big piece of meat that I didn't want to eat, and and then there would be like dessert, dessert at some point. Mm-hmm. And so we would, yeah, like a lot of the time we would, we would get stuff like that. So there was a, there was a, a town like an hour and a half, two hours away that had, that was a little bit bigger that had a mall and had all kinds of stores and they had a Sarah Lee um, outlet. Mm-hmm. So my mom would buy, you know, like, like not, it probably wasn't old. It was fine. But like all this like cheap stuff that y- you could put in the freezer so I I liked MacGyver. I think I thought it was boring sometimes. <laughs> but I yeah. did like the show because I thought MacGyver was like my dad because my dad was really like somebody who would rig stuff up. Like mm-hmm. he could always find a way to fix stuff. So little Karen, this was 1985, right? So I was mm-hmm. eight. And Sunday night, my mom had just given us like this uh you know, like $2 chocolate cake she'd gotten at the Sara Lee outlet and it tasted like the freezer, but it was still good, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're watching this and I, I had such a bug about nuclear stuff, like what Rob was talking about last week, you know, how yeah. that you just being that a kid during that time and doing drills and, 
and we we lived really close to a nuclear power plant mm-hmm. hey why did i get cancer um no unrelated unrelated um but yeah it was something i was really worried about and so we were we were watching this and my mom like had given us the cake like right towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. and that stuff where the like where they showed the dog and the lady like aging yeah so fast i was i i don't know why i thought this because now you know i know what the plot is and they're not it wasn't related to nuclear stuff and like radiation at all mm-hmm. But I was just like, oh, when the bomb comes, that's what's going to happen to us. Mm. We're going to we're going to get all, you know, we're going to shrink up and get all messed up like that. And so I got (laughs) I I was so upset that like I couldn't eat my chocolate cake, which is unprecedented. It's terrible. Yeah. And I would never watch that show again. Mm. I I mean, that that was it for me and MacGyver. Yeah. It seemed like that was a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was just like, well, and I was so, I was so, um, I loved animals so much and I would get like, they, like they knew they could never like take me to the shelter or anything. Cause I'd get so upset about all the animals in cages and I couldn't mm. go to zoos or anything like that. Um, so like seeing all those dead animals to start with, that wasn't great. And then when the lady and the dog die together, that was bad. That was bad. I thought it was quite comical. Yeah, it's funny. I was when going into watching this, I was like, "Oh, is this actually going to be upsetting?" And then instead, it was like, "No, I understand why eight-year-old Karen was upset by this." Yeah, as a kid, I could. Yeah, yeah, of course. I, I got I upset about Bambi. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was sad. I mean, they try to yeah, and Dumbo's another one where they try to like stir up your shit yeah but yeah this this what this is gonna do it <laughs> did you you never you never watched macgyver never never i like i said this is the first time i've ever seen the show uh i just couldn't take it i couldn't and it's it's really it's really are were were they all like this <laughs> i don't know it's really hard to watch. It's unbelievably hard to watch. Well, I commend you because uh, you know. I mean, I like I never, some bad I never shows. Made it, I never made it through that one book you picked. So yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's, it's fifty four <laughs> minutes. Yeah, it's fifty <laughs> fifty four minutes. You just kind of like watch it on your phone while you're doing shit, and you know, then you hear the lady and. I, 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 she has shoulder pads, right? In her lab oh, jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I always find shoulder pads and lab jackets kind of funny. I also felt weird about her, and without having the context of the rest of the show, because I have no memory of any other episode, and I'm not going to watch any other episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Too. <laughs> I don't know. Every like every time they would talk about like didn't it seem like her being a woman was sort of contributing to her being a piece of shit scientist or did you not take it that way ah uh, i it was just it was really so like unrealistic that i couldn't even get to any layers of like trying to like you know 
create, see what's going on here. She just seemed, you know what she reminded me of? Like a cold, like a, a Russian scientist, like the stereotypical. Right. You know what I mean? Like I do this because, you know, I know my shit and you know, if, if he dies, he dies, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. Um, and maybe that could be, you can look at gender that way because she has to be tough in a, in a man's world. I don't, I don't know, but I don't even want to do that with this show. Uh, <laughs> I guess it was just every time Pete would refer to her as that young lady. Oh, uh, well, Pete's a piece of shit. We've already established that. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Pete's a, a whiny, whiny piece of shit. Um, what it, what it felt like was that it was a thing where, um, like if she hadn't screwed up, Pete wouldn't have said "young lady," but because she had, that was how he was. That was, and it was just like this is a woman. This is a woman, at least in her mid thirties, with a PhD. I'm sure. Yes, yeah, clearly has given up all like you know social life for her job. Yeah, pretty oh, much lives at the base. I mean, she has a dog there. She has a room there. Right. It was like she had a Star Trek room. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. It was, yeah, it was funny. She, and then, like, yeah, there's even, like, a hint before you meet her. Um, I think MacGyver asked a question, and then Pete says she basically owns or runs a place if she could or something along those lines. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, it's it's funny that this, I don't know. This episode just really... uh like I was almost like afraid to watch this show after after this episode. Wow. Yeah. I wonder what the ne- the very next episode is. It's probably <laughs> something light and fluffy. Probably. You know. Yeah, cuz I always I really liked it before this. Yeah. But how many seasons did this show go on for? I want to say 5, maybe 7. Wow, they crammed 7 that season. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Did you have, I mean, did you have that? It's 1985 to 1992. That's seven years, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh, somebody asked the same question you did. Is, is the new MacGyver the son of the old MacGyver? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Apparently MacGyver's first name is Angus. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's weird. I, I forgot about it. I was going to ask you, do you remember that whole thing about when they finally found out his first name? I, I read about it last night, but I I feel like I've failed in my episode picking. But it really it was... It no, was just, you, didn't, you, you didn't fail. This is an episode that stuck with you. And now that we're reviewing it and looking back, it, we realize, much like we probably knew, and, you know. Things are different garbage. when you <laughs> things are different when you look at them again. <laughs> uh, oh, but one thing that is funny is like MacGyver had enough of a cultural impact that like the word MacGyver is in the dictionary now. Is it really? Yeah, it means to make or repair something in an improvised or inventive way, making use oh. of whatever items are at hand. Yeah. Oh, so he is he's a secret agent, by the way. Oh, secret! And he and he didn't use guns. That was another one of his big thing. Yeah, like he would typically. I think he would only be violent to defend himself to animals. <laughs> he wasn't violent to the animals. 
he really hated animals. He, he just played it off. He's like, I'm so mad that you killed all these animals because I wanted to kill all these animals. <laughs> Did you have like sort of um, like event viewing TV shows that you would watch on the weekends or that were like family time TV shows? Uh- I, not really. I mean, I guess mostly like me and my sister would watch like the blocks of like shows on like the sitcoms, you know, mm-hmm. like the Who's the Boss, Your Growing Pains on Channel Seven, um, and then yeah, I can't really. Yeah, I mean, I remember those. Um, then like on Saturday night, but Saturday nights like usually my mom would go out dancing with her friends, and it would just be me sitting in front of the living room. So I would probably like watch like Golden Girls and Empty Nest. Okay, yeah. You know, those were, like, those blocks. And then, like, later on, like, in the 90s, um, you know, you'd watch The Friends. And I wasn't – I don't – I'm not a Seinfeld person, but you watch Friends and Cheers and – or Cheers was first, but then Friends and then whatever, like, block of shows followed after those. Yeah, oh, Frasier. Yeah, I, I'm not a Frasier fan, not a Friends no. fan, but I love Cheers. Didn't like the Cosby show, but that was on Thursdays or Wednesdays. I can't remember. Um, like different world that was good. Those are the shows. I, but um, I wish nothing like see, what happened. I wish you could see my face right now because you didn't like the Cosby Show. Not really. I mean, I watched it, but it was just like, eh. I, I'm not a Bill Cosby. I've never really liked Bill Cosby. Yeah, I'm just like he's just was always like over too over the top for me. Gotcha. And it was just like, oh my god, this guy's a clown. Mm. <clears throat> and then you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's it's the sitcom situation, right? Like it's the clown that's married to the beautiful wife, right? Right. And you're like, how's this clown married to this woman? Even though, turn back to today, she's a clown too. <laughs> so, so you know, here we go. We 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 figured it out. Well, at least like at least they were. Oh God! Here I come with I. I don't want to apologize for Cosby, but I was gonna say like he was a doctor, and she. No, was I know lawyer. they were. They were, uh, and you know she was a lawyer. Uh, you know they were um, professionally on par. I just mean like, yeah, um, I'm being superficial. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. The kids would always tease him about his ears. Be like, how did you end up with mom? Oh, I love the grandparents on the Cosby show. Yeah, they were cool because they were like usually all like jazz musicians. Yeah. Like legit, like li- real life or like musicians and shit. And they also were like, how, why is our kid like this? Even yeah. though he was a grown man, they would just be like, how, how, how is this who we ended up with? <laughs> I know. So, and I, and I get it because that show really was geared towards kind of like family viewing. Yeah. You know, and and it was, I mean, it's an important show, but it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to separate, (laughs) you know, you're just like, damn, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I never, it's, yeah. I I think too, like after a while you start not wanting to watch like kind of childish things Mm. as you start getting older. And I felt like that, that was a childish show. Oh, no, I'm a man and I've turned away from childish things. Yes, but I still watch cartoons. 
Um, did you, were you worried about nuclear stuff? I wasn't. And I had said that last week. It wasn't something that ever really was like, we never did anything in Catholic school regarding it. Uh, I wasn't like, yeah, I mean, I was more like the, my anxiety was more like the, you know, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man anxiety where, you know, Spider-Man only worries about his local neighborhood, you know? Kind of oh. like, you're only like worried about like actual shit that's going to kill you. Like maybe like being, you know, robbed or murdered, you know, on the subway or something. Like that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. You know? I think, I I know I talked about this in an early season, but we, my school like would always do field trips to this nuclear facility. Yeah. And I didn't, I wasn't old enough to go by the time I left Catholic school, but my brother went and like, they gave each of the kids a little, like it can't have been radiated, but they gave everybody a pebble Mm. from the facility to take home. And my brother showed me and they told him that if like, they would ask the kids where you lived in the area. Mm -hmm. And um, for our house, like if you, if if there was a breach at the nuclear facility, they told him it would take 17 minutes to get to okay. our house. Okay. And I did not need that kind of information. Yes, you did. You could map it out. Like 17 minutes. Take. <laughs> Click. But I had dreams like for years and years about their about it coming and there being fire and that I would try to like take our pets and get down into the ravine mm. behind our house with them because there was a creek back there. But then in the end, the fire would still come. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, you know, there's not much running to do, I guess. Uh, right. <laughs> right. It's not, you kind of just, you, yeah, I don't know. If you see a mushroom in the sky, <laughs> take a drink and say bye-bye. Yeah, that's right. All right. I, take, take, fucking take two. <laughs> <laughs> like shit uh yeah i don't yeah i, I but like what were they thinking like like why was why was that valuable like that they felt like that was good pr of like I, oh we'll have the school kids come in and you know tell them about how how the radiation's going to get to their house i think some people think that's cool yeah you know, I think that uh, like some like oh, you know, the kids are like really like being scared and stuff, and like look how cool this is. Like, there's always like a couple of kids that are like really sensitive and like, uh, um, you know, now they're up at night, fucking trying to calculate how long it takes for everyone, you know, to pack up the family right. to, get to the to the uh, uh, you know as far away as possible. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think I do think that people think it's cool to like scare kids. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I get it. And then Chernobyl happened the year after this episode was on. It was all that lady's fault. <laughs> oh, that lady. She somehow, her skeleton woke up and went and triggered the Chernobyl reactor. She was like, it'll, it'll save Africa from famine. Yeah, that plot was pretty convoluted. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not even like, you know, it's, it's very, um, video game, like, you know, you drop someone in, they have a mission to perform, uh, okay, then they come back, and then, you know, that's, 
it gets bigger and bigger. But then this got really, you know, resolved real quick. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it were a movie, they would have, he would have been further away from the, from the, uh, what do you call it? The site, the satellite. And it would have been more like the, the, what do you call it? The, the drama of the, them going to <clears throat> bomb, send the bomb in while he's there would have been more intensified. Yeah. So that's another thing we didn't, he lost communication with his handler, I guess, Pete. No, oh. Pete the handler. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, we listen, we, he can't retrieve it. We have to destroy it. And they're like, no. And Pete is like, Pete is just too much. Because he didn't want the the military to, to napalm his operative. Yeah. That he had a long-term relationship with. Well, listen, you don't get close with your operatives. Rule number one. Rule number one. Yeah. You do not get close to your operatives. <laughs> I could totally see you as a handler. You would just be like, well, Ew. they're dead now. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> they know the risk. <laughs> right. Which is what the army guy was saying. That's right. When he was going to napalm MacGyver. Know the risk. What was funny to me, too, is that you... Like they talk about, they show on the TV afterwards, you know, that the government did go ahead and just napalm everything. And that, but because it's the 80s, they're just like, I don't know, there's a crazy wildfire. Also, yesterday, as it turns out, the wildfire is ripping through where all those dead sheep were found just yesterday. Just yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But I guess, I mean, you think about like the containment measures you really would have to do if that virus, I don't know if once the, if once the host was dead, if the virus was still live. Uh, But I mean, you would have to like, they, they destroyed that whole facility because of, you know, like two instances of the, of the virus in it, in the lady and the dog. And then you've got you know like a thousand animals out in in the world like it just seemed like the containment measures they would have needed you know to actually keep that in check would have been a lot more extreme yeah yeah i just don't understand i i'm not really sure about anything (laughs) with this it's just like over the overkill of, of destroying the lab um yeah, it was pretty pretty impressive. <laughs> it, was just, it was just impressive. And then like this it's almost like I don't know, was there like a moment where she was like right before he leaves the first time and she, you know, basically she's kind of like saying, "Oh, maybe I felt like she was thinking that in another life they could be partners or paramours if you will." <laughs> right, because he he kept MacGyver, you know, was would say to her hey i i'm a fan of experimentation and (laughs) that was like the biggest thing that like the biggest way to get into her heart so then yes well like i just don't understand why the dog jumped did he think he was being fed and if he thinks he's being fed like who the fuck does that don't train your dog to be like that Oh, it was because he wanted to play because she would throw the ball for him and he was really, the dog was really playful. And then when she, she came back in, uh, 
after she had conned them into thinking she got rid of the virus and she was just like no we'll play later there's a lot of work to do now mm. and then the dog jumps up like he thinks the petri dish is a ball yeah dumb dog dumb dog i think the dog just wanted it out though i'm tired of being here Right? Like, she I never don't. I never get to take a walk outside except yeah. when, I, when I've got a virus in my bladder and I have to pee on a Japanese elm. Yeah, I need to fucking... Or yeah, a West Elm. <laughs> West Elm. <laughs> pee on expensive furniture. Well, that's MacGyver. That is MacGyver. Did you watch MacGruber? No. Alright, you have to watch it. So, okay, I think every time somebody says MacGruber to me, I, it's, is it a parody of MacGyver? Yes. Okay. Yes. I uh, tend to not like parodies, but we'll see. I don't, well, you could just uh, watch the skit on um, SNL. Oh, okay. You know, you don't have to watch the movie if you're afraid. <laughs> I'm very afraid. <laughs> After I downloaded Pluto on my Roku so I could watch this piece of shit episode of MacGyver. You had to download something? Uh, Yeah, I didn't want to watch it on my phone. So, yeah, I downloaded Pluto, which is free, but then there are um, commercials. Yeah, I I just watched it on the, the, the link you sent me because I was like, the, the, the potato quality on this cannot be extended to a larger screen so i must watch it on the phone the potato quality yeah you never like when there's not a lot of pixels in the in the picture they call it potato quality i've never heard that so yeah i mean it was just like you know half of 480 i don't even know what it was <laughs> right like i was like all right i got the gist though it it's not so, that complicated it was funny when the commercials would come on because it was you know like 40 years later of clarity <laughs> All of a sudden, I'd be like, why am I watching like a Wrigley's commercial that looks like, you know, <laughs> it would have terrified, it would have terrified the people in the show I'm watching by how brilliant it is. Yeah, I mean, I can't, yeah. And it then is. that music that's like, the credits music, dun, 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 I just feel like there were a whole, there was generations of guys who just like went to school for how to use a MIDI keyboard. Mm. And they're like, I'm a composer. Hey, those guys. Those guys. Those guys. And yeah, even the intro credits were lovely. <laughs> I, I will admit, I did fast forward the intro credits because I couldn't take it. Yeah. I had, uh, Maeve and I took a trip to a lake yesterday because we wanted to swim in a lake. Oh, no. Why yeah. would you do that? Because I love lakes. They're so much better than the ocean. But they have bacteria. You have bacteria. I, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, this one was in uh, one of the lakes in the lake. Not lake. Oh, my God. I'm stroking out. In the... Harriman State Park, which I think is you probably go by that on no, the no, Tracy's. Yeah, it's um, it's Harriman is where the, the outlets are. Oh yeah, by Woodbury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. About forty-five minutes to an hour. Oh, it was like 
two two and a half for us. Oh, traffic. <laughs> uh, just going around. Okay. Yeah, but it was it was really nice. Um, and oh no, I'm so this is bad. I really had a reason I was talking about this. Because you saw a lot of dead animals. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know why I was talking about, it, but anyway, we. Oh, I know what. Uh, why I. I. Here's what I was uh, segueing with was that I like. There's just something about being in a lake where, like, just being in the water like that, where you get out of it, you're just so relaxed. Mm. So when I got home, I basically passed out, and then. Uh, and then woke up and was just like, oh, I got to watch this MacGyver episode. So that's, I really wasn't too upset watching it because I was like, eh. You were, you were in a very zen space. Yeah. Yeah. We did something so atrocious. It was funny. We uh, we we pulled off and by this weird mall because we were going to get snacks before we went to the beach. And then, and then we're like, oh, we should probably have lunch too before we buy snacks. And so, uh, we couldn't even, you know how some malls, like they're so big that you, you can't even figure out how to get to the store you want to get to. I'm sorry. What happened? Have you ever like, you know how you, you go to some malls and they're so gigantic and you want to go to a particular store yes, and, and, and then yeah, you just yeah. like, how do you get there? Um, it, so we, we actually like a security, uh, a security lady who was driving around in the parking lot actually drove us to get to the target. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and then we wanted to get food first. So we went to the cheesecake factory. Mm, big ass menu. So big. Yeah. Just and, nonstop menu. And then the, in the whole, like the, it looks like a, um, I don't know the, like the design of the restaurant. Like it looks like a mausoleum kind of, it's so mm. weird. I don't know. It, going to the Cheesecake Factory, I appreciate, is not like a crazy adventure for a lot of people, but like it was a really funny thing to do when you live in New York City to just go to the Cheesecake Factory. They uh, they might have one in Queens. Yeah. And by the mall, they might have shut down. I'm not really a big cheesecake. I like the the other one, the the Chinese one. How? Chinese. What's it called? Uh, P.F. Chang's? Yeah, I like P.F. Chang's. Yeah, that's a good one. I like, yeah. And it's just, to me, it's the same. I think it might be the same owners. Oh, interesting. I feel like it's... It's just sort of funny, like, the the grandeur they try to put into these mall restaurants, you know? Yeah. They're very fancy. They are fancy. But I got a nice, I got a nice, uh, chicken salad. A Thai chicken salad. It was terrific. It was salty as hell. Well, that um, sucks. Nobody needs salt. Well, it was one of those things where, like, both Maeve and I, because she also she did like Thai lettuce wraps, and then uh, both of us is like, by the time we walked out of the door, we were just like, "Oh, that was salty." Yeah. It was crazy. I yeah. Hate, uh, I don't like. I don't. I don't like salt. You don't like salt. I don't like salty food. It's I don't, mm. just not not happy for me. Yeah. Does it make me happy? <laughs> Tell me something. Whoa. <laughs> 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 I felt like I, that was a little bit Jiminy Glick. 
Did you, do you know him, that Martin Short character? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, where his voice goes really high and really low out of nowhere. Uh, tell me something that made you happy this week. If there's nothing, that's okay. I don't even know. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm not even sure. Yeah. That made me happy. Did you do... What did you do this week? I worked. Yeah. Came home, worked again. Non-stop work. Um, that's nothing really. Um, I'm trying to figure. Yeah. Uh, no, not there's actually been nothing going on. Watch what? TV, I guess. Nothing really good. What about MacGyver? I watched good. MacGyver. That was amazing. <laughs> that that was non-stop amazing. Um, I read about the governor. Oh yeah, I was watching. Uh, so in New York, our governor, the attorney general just came out with her findings about whether or not he's been sexually harassing women. And they said he was. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he got caught and, but he's very, very stubborn. He's refusing to resign. Yeah. And he like his, his team released a, uh, a video, like a montage video of him touching all kinds of people. He's oh, just- God. Like men, women, black, white. Asian, <laughs> it didn't matter. He's just, a, he's the love gov. He right. really is. He's just, this is how I do. Look at me. But it's funny. It's funny thinking like the, the, the logic is I touch everybody. So when I touch these young women on my staff who I have power over that I shouldn't be touching, if they're uncomfortable, they should just know I touch everyone. I'm a toucher. I'm a toucher. I'm a toucher. As if, as if, as if, it's it is funny, like the how much you take into into account someone's intent, because it, you know, like I, they they were also showing like uh, pictures of presidents, you know, touching people to comfort them, but there's a big difference in like squeezing someone's upper arm when they've just been, you know, in a hurricane and <laughs> and, you're the, and you're the president and between, you know, like touching the chin of a 23 year old girl who you're her boss. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Or I'm whatever gonna, you touched. I don't know. I was going to say something different, but yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I mean, there yeah, there is you, a there is a difference in the power dynamic that you should somebody in that high level of an office should be able to take into account. Like you yeah. you can't tell me he doesn't understand why, you know, why touching a twenty three year old on his staff, you know, might make her uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean that's I mean but that takes some level of self-reflection yeah. hey you're, you're you're a 60 plus year old man who probably shouldn't be touching a 20 something year old woman yeah and there are also it, it's not i'm i'm not like opposed to touching across the board but i think you can you also you can tell what the intention is yeah like and... women women can women can tell yeah. Oh, he just wants to touch me because he wants, you know, I, I, I whatever his reasoning. Yeah, it's just well, like, you know, if it's followed up with a, you know, who are you dating? 
that the intention's pretty clear. Uh, it's just like, oh, I have a 12 o'clock meeting? Yeah, okay. Are you wearing panties today? Did he say that to people? No, I don't know if he did. I'm just... I'm oh, just, God. I'm just making... That's just me making the story. Okay. I'm just... No, no. Okay. I, I, I'm not trying to get it. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like, I wonder how these conversations start. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah. You know, I don't even know. Yeah, it's weird. He's weird. He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. But listen, he touches everybody. Touches everybody. Uh, <laughs> it is... I mean, it is disappointing but it's yeah it while it is disappointing it to me it's not shocking right you know what i mean yeah this has been coming for a while and i think what uh what tish james the the ag said was that is in terms of their investigation they did determine it was sexual harassment but they did not determine that it was criminal which and yeah so, I'm not and really so sure. then it would be up to essentially it's up to you know, the other government bodies or to the voter to address it. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, I don't, uh, he's probably going to get impeached. Yeah. Yeah. Unless he can sway, he can sway enough supporters. I don't know. It's weird. The whole thing is weird because he's such a, he's such a dominant figure in New York politics. It's yeah. really weird. I mean, we drove over the bridge named after his dad yesterday. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, but you know that video actually made me happy because it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was. Look at me! I touch everybody. <laughs> you see, he's like running after a dog. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing at you saying that. That's what made you happy. It was. It, it, <laughs> I mean, when you really think about like this is like the only, this is my last stand. This is all I got. Right. Just a video of me, like... Touching everyone. Touching people. You know, I don't know. It's And, like, the the, the team that had to put that together must have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just get a video of me just touching people. It's, it's funny, too. Like, I mean, we've known each other for a long time. And, like, you and I... I, I definitely, like, I think of myself as a relatively touchy person. Like, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll squeeze people's arms or whatever, and I'm, I'm huggy. But, like, I, like, can you imagine any situation where you and I would touch each other's faces? No, I don't. For, I don't like touching people. And I don't like people touching me. So, <laughs> um, um, no. I mean, also, like, faces are, like, so uh, in, intimate. Like, intimate, yeah. Like, yeah, like. Unless, like, you had something. Even if, like, you had something in your face, I would be like, yo, just take that shit off your face. But, oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, you know, hey, he's Italian, right? <laughs> That's the... Mangia, mangia. Don't forget the cannolis. Um, it goes back to the cannolis. Oh, my God. I don't know why. I don't know. And then, the, his, like, I got it. At any, I think he said he got it. For, he gets it from his mom. Fair enough. He loves his mom. He brings her up all the time. He named that frickin' Bill after her during COVID. What's her name? Mildred? I don't know. Gertrude. <laughs> We're just saying old lady names. <laughs> Lillian. Oh, God. Ruth. Um. <laughs> uh, Ruth Bader Momsberg. <laughs> yeah. No, I felt so weird. 
during COVID that the bill that he named after his mom would apply to me too, because I was part of the demographic mm-hmm. being talked about because I was immunocompromised. Yeah. And it was so weird to have a, like to have a, a, a bill come out that was like, these are the rules for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. That's funny. Cause I, I went, I guess that's how people feel about the masks. But the thing was, I still followed those rules. I just felt weird about it. It Like, it was a weird thing to where there were the guidelines about, like, if you are part of these these high risk groups, then, you know, you're only allowed to see people in these circumstances. Right. That felt really weird. Like, I, I hadn't I hadn't really had the experience of being slotted into like sort of a sub adult group before mm-hmm. <laughs> and it felt really strange again not saying it was wrong but it felt weird but and it felt weird to be like oh i'm part of i'm part of this group that's named after the governor's incredibly elderly mother mm, what's her name Mildred law what is the law i want to know her name now gertrude's law uh, Governor Cuomo, mother. Fucker, Matilda. Matilda. I knew he started with an M. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Jesus. Yeah. I wonder what she thinks about all this. She's probably like, "That's my son. He's yeah. a toucher. <laughs> He's he touches a- my heart every Mother's Day. He's a toucher." Well, I I don't know. This has been a weird week. It has been a weird week. Well, you've been off all week. I know. I, I don't know. I had doctor's appointments, which went well. And, uh, that's good. Yeah. And that's that's about it. Had the had the adventure yesterday. Cool. Have yeah. you watched anything new that you would recommend? That I would recommend? Uh, the... The big thing that I did, I've been trying to read more. Okay. Um, and I did this like this weird deep dive on Wednesday about the um, Navy SEAL Team Six. <laughs> okay. Because uh, one of the one of the guys in my graduating class was on that helicopter that went mm-hmm. down where there were the like thirty servicemen who were killed. And I didn't really know the difference between regular Navy SEALs and SEAL Team 6. Uh, and I didn't... So I, I read all about, you know, the history of how it was formed and sort of what their deal is. And I read this kind of uh, in-depth expose about them from The Intercept, which I think The Intercept's a little iffy, but... Uh, the Intercept, isn't that... What's his name? Glenn. Uh, Glenn Greenwald? Yeah, that's why it's iffy. Yeah, I used to like him, but he kind of he kind of went, went crazy. He, yes. <laughs> yes, he went crazy. He did. Yeah. He so did. I like I don't follow the I yeah I unsubscribed from the Intercept probably a year or so ago because I just felt like their agenda was kind of chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Like they were just trying to tear down whoever they could for views. Um, but this felt like this, this piece that I read was, uh, um, 
was the culmination of a two-year investigation mm-hmm. that this journalist had done um okay. and it, it was sourced pretty heavily um no it's just it's interesting so they're like the the seal team six is who got bin laden and uh i just i like you know that you know that our government has teams of operatives yeah macgyver <laughs> macgyver was the original was the original seal um but yeah like i said i didn't know that like you've got your regular navy seals and then you've got you know this just sort of elite group of um i think it's up to 300 or 400 guys now mm-hmm. um who go out and sort of do wet work and i mean they're supposed to be they're supposed to be retrieval uh people really like they're supposed to go in and rescue people but they're also you know assassins and um so what i ended up reading about so the the guy that i graduated with why this came up for me was because uh i did not i really did not know him like he just wasn't part of my circles at all Mm -hmm. and but i always see on facebook you know uh i don't know if it's his birthday or the anniversary of it of the crash but people will post about him Mm -hmm. and so he's like he's kind of well known as it's just so weird that this guy that I just knew of is like, you know, kind of a jock in my high school. Uh, he was super handsome. Uh, like he became this really, really elite level um, SEAL Team 6 operative. And like I, I ended up reading about uh, this guy who writes books about being a Navy SEAL was talking about the people he knew who died in the crash and his history uh with this guy I graduated with and like he was ta- he t- he gave this account of him uh slitting this guy's this pirate's throat mm-hmm. i was just like that guy was in my history class yeah it was weird it was weird that is weird yeah and there's i mean there's a lot of stuff about the culture of you know when you get those kind of um fraternal organizations and then they uh the you know what motivates them and you get that like that that brotherhood that there's they're just sort of a force unto themselves Mm -hmm. and they're they're separate from they they basically don't employ they they just sort of don't allow the regular military uh justice system to apply to them so they feel like they police themselves right uh so essentially no one's policing them yes and so like it got into how like all all this had nothing to do with the guy that i knew but like uh, it got all the way up to like the way that bin laden's body was treated okay because the like there's the guy who actually uh was responsible for shooting bin laden Mm -hmm. and then there were two other guys in the unit who had been arguing before the mission even started like screaming at each other about who was going to write a book about it okay and so basically then those two guys went in after the the guy who shot him shot him in the chest Mm -hmm. and in the hip um and he would have died from the chest shot Okay. But then these other two guys abandoned. They were supposed to be on the second floor, and then instead they go running up to the third floor because they want to. They want to get in on the Bin Laden action. 
so they can say they did it and then they like one of them shot him in the face and then there's this grotesque uh like mutilation thing that they the seals had gotten into called canoeing where like you shoot someone right in the forehead close up enough that it splits their skull into a v shape okay and so they just like destroyed his face completely because it was it was like a seal thing to do basically like it was like the that's the like they have flip books of you know bodies that they've done this to okay and that's i mean in taking pictures of people they've taken out as part of the documentation process but but like doing this specific mutilation of the bodies is just like a it's it's like taking a scalp you know yeah yeah uh and they've they've instituted different things to curb them from doing this but like this is how extreme it is that they they did it to bin laden mm. and in the thing was they didn't even it, it and it wasn't to kill him he was already dead yeah it was a trophy yeah it was a trophy yeah and they did that in front of his family which i could give a shit about bin laden's family for the most part but like it, it's just i don't know it's crazy and like that particular like uh team they they split they're split into colors and the the red which is who went in and got bin laden their uh their mascot is a native american warrior mm-hmm. so some of them get have gotten like really loopy and think that they are um warriors and they they get awarded a hatchet after they've been in the service for a year oh okay so we've got you know people out there carrying hatchets uh instead of you know the well not instead of but in addition to the incredibly advanced technology and weapons that they have i mean listen like you you give somebody a hatchet and tell them bring it back bloody which is what the guy who instituted that you know they're gonna do it yeah and there was there was a situation where you know somebody said one of the commanders was like bring me back a head on a platter and then when a a young kid was trying to cut somebody's head off they were like what the fuck are you doing and he said oh i'm following your order Mm. you know like that's it's the it's a few good men all over again right of the like that's that's the that's the military right (laughs) yeah but yeah so yeah, so that was something I learned about this week. Oh, that was pleasant. <laughs> I love, yeah, there's something like Saturday morning mutilation that is talk. so pleasant. So we've had MacGyver. We've had reverse Benjamin buttoning dogs. We've had jo- Governor Cuomo touching. And now we've got mutilation. Mutilation. Well, but this, I guess the question, and I don't, I haven't, like the next step for me if I'm going to do any research is about that that con- that thing and a few good men of like you need me on that wall oh the need for yes yes yeah is do we do we need them on the wall right <laughs> I right mean, i uh it's it's to the point of you know uh, how much defense do you need where it essentially becomes offensive <laughs> to the country itself you know what i mean like yeah we spend so much money on military shit 
And, you know, it would almost be somewhat acceptable if the the, the soldiers were fed well um, and, right. you know, also taken care of after their years of service. Um, you know, that money going there would somewhat be at least <laughs> slightly admirable. Um, but you and I still think you can do that and still reduce the budget, <laughs> you know, yeah. so. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, you know, fear, fear is a good thing. Fear, fear keeps a lot of people <laughs> in business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just wonder about that, you know, that narrative of like, there, you know, there are bad guys, there, there are bad guys out there that we need to be prepared uh, for. And I guess I, it, it's just funny. It's one of those. It's almost a thing like uh, like how you know you don't know how your computer really works or you don't know how your car really works and but you uh, you buy those things, you pay for them, yeah, and you rely on them and you just but there are certain aspects of it that you don't think about because it's not practical for you to yeah, and I feel like that sort of that's what this feels like of something where i'm just like i i don't know i don't know whether i mean there's i definitely feel weird about the idea that we have this uh this force you know that goes in and does these things but then it's it's funny because the i mean i i always knew like with the cia that we had individuals who you know like i think i think these guys are supposed to be more like rescue operations or specific military operations versus like you know spies or like individual assassins um but i don't know i don't know it's it's a weird thing but i I don't i don't think i i get to vote about it yeah i don't i don't think that you know i just think an audit of how money is spent in the, United, in the United States uh, Armed Forces should be outside. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they have that. It's funny, Maeve and I were talking yesterday and she she asked about that of like, have there been any studies to show uh, how, how the cops use the money that's allocated to them? Yeah. And I was saying that like the thing about studies is studies are funded by corporations. <laughs> And so who would who would have an incentive to fund that kind of study? Well, um, you know, for New York City, and I don't know about other, uh, I would imagine that the uh, comptroller would do an audit over uh, spending. Mm. But once again, you know, it's a city agency. I mean, they're not really under the mayoral. Um, I, don't, I don't know if they fall under the mayor. It's an elected position, the comptroller. So I guess they could do whatever they want. Yeah. But, but I never know, really listen. got a handle on what the comptroller does. They just comptroll shit. <laughs> oh, Stella can't comptroll herself. <laughs> she really can't. I see that now. She's so funny when <clears throat> excuse me, when she jumps she has to she has to holler. Um, well, may I ask what you meant by your note that COVID is sentient? 
Oh, I think that I think that um, I think Governor DeSantis is 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 part COVID. <laughs> what? I think he's part COVID. I think I think him, uh, Governor Abbott in Texas. I think that um, they have become one with COVID because mm. they want it to spread so they they can let survive. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Like the, the that it's essentially a parasite that's taken them over. Yes, is using them as a vehicle. Yes. Well, then I think the GOP is sentient too. Not nah, damn, they're great. <laughs> yeah, I guess it, I I saw something that said Florida Florida is going to peak in the next two to three weeks, <laughs> which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Um. But I, I also I also read something that they are are basically thinking at this point that anybody who's not vaccinated is going to get it. Because, yeah, because yeah. of Delta. There, um, somebody that works with Rob basically went on vacation, came back, did not want to get vaccinated, uh, and you know what they have? You know, you know what? Um, you know what? The souvenir they bought back with them. <laughs> Just a little COVID postcard. <laughs> a little COVID. <laughs> Wish you were here. Oh. Damn. Yeah, they, so. Keep, yeah, it, it, they thought it was a summer cold. Wow. You don't go around with a summer. <laughs> There's no summer colds this year. It's summer COVID. Right. Jesus. I think we're all going to get it. Yeah. Either. Yeah, I think we're all. I think it, it's 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 almost impossible now to not get. Like Staten Island is like. On fire. It's like three to four zip codes were like the percentage rate is like over seven percent. Oh wow. Stella. Feed me. Get <laughs> off the goddamn microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's her water dish and it's full of water. But she likes to water. she likes to clank it. Um Gang dang goes that clank <laughs> Man, I I mean yeah, I already had it once. <laughs> yeah, I you don't... ain't got nothing like Delta. Yeah, I don't know. We yeah, we know one person who got a breakthrough case after they were vaccinated. Lindsey but... Graham. <laughs> I don't know Lindsey Graham. You know but... Lindsey. Yeah. Go out for brunch on Sunday in old Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. But the good news was our our friend. It was a mild case, and it went away. And he's you know he's tested and he's clean again. Yeah, that's good. That's it's it's yeah, it's impressive though that no one listened very much. I know. But, I bought I bought tickets for a comedy show at a really small venue in uh, in November, but we'll see. Yeah. And I think starting September 13th, you can't go in anywhere without being showing proof of vaccination. Yeah. And I feel I'm glad about that. There, this is going to be, this is almost like a social experiment. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, what should we do for next week? Do you have a. I do. I have a, I have a show. It's, uh, the TV show is Highlander. Okay, I've never watched that. Yeah, much like MacGyver, you don't really need to. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, season five, I think it's the season finale of season five. Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime. 
Okay. So we're going to re- revisit that and talk about it next week. Awesome. And then also I will be watching, um, and you don't have to watch this, I'll be watching Suicide Squad tonight. You'll be re-watching it? No, they just released a sequel. Oh, okay. So. And is, tell me, tell me what the deal with that one is. So it's a, a comic book movie, DC Comics. Uh, basically, it's like all these villains who were caught. And they're like, well, we want you to do government work, you know, dirty government work. Mm. And it'll shed um, years off your sentence. And at the same time, if you don't comply, we put a bomb in your head and it would explode if you decide to, you know, start thinking on your own, so to speak. Yeah. And the fun ensues. (laughs) And this is the sequel, so the first one was good? Oh, absolutely not. Oh. No, the first one was terrible, but this has a new director and written by him the guy who did guardians of the galaxy so we'll see what happens okay and guardians of the galaxy is a marvel movie yes okay i think i thought this was marvel too so i just wasn't gonna watch it i mean fair enough i'm not going in with high expectations (laughs) um but it's, it's lots of ladies is it lots of gay stuff I don't know if it's gay stuff, but there are ladies in it. Uh, Harley Quinn is like the main, um, you know, the main character. Um, I don't know. Just because this this LGBT business is awesome that I buy uh, underwear from and bras from Mm -hmm. called Tommy Boy X. Uh, They came out with a, they they just released a new pattern that Mm -hmm. was based on Suicide Squad. Oh, really? Okay. And so I was like, oh, maybe... Maybe it's super gay. I know in the um, in the comics, and um, Harley Quinn is married to Poison Ivy, so they're oh okay. But they don't really talk about that in the movie. Maybe they'll yeah. maybe maybe we'll have a surprise. Maybe we'll get. I don't know. It's exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. It's exciting. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, maybe maybe our week ahead will be filled with happiness. All the happiness. Oh, <laughs> wonderful people. All that have. Oh, well, we have next Saturday, we have a party. Oh, yeah, I got to make coleslaw for that. Oh, coleslaw. Because, yeah, Brian's, for his birthday, he's getting tamales. That's right. I love tamales. And I'm going to, he asked me to make, like, I make this sort of Baha'i coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to make that. Is he getting... Sweet or salty tamales? I think salty, and then he's making dessert himself. Oh, good. Sweet or dessert. Yeah. I always feel that way about empanadas, too. Like, I don't really want a guava cheese empanada. Depends. <laughs> yeah. Depends, yeah. I don't want it hot. I don't want, like, hot guava exactly. in my mouth. Exactly. Hot guava. <laughs> because anytime you get, like, any kind of hot jelly... Yeah, like the the sugar content's so high that it's really either you burn your mouth or it's too liquidy. Burn yeah. your lip, looking like you have like you know a blister. <laughs> Can't have that. Funny, yeah, no, it's bad. Which do you have a favorite empanada flavor? Like meat, what, meat. I meat just flavor. like meat and chicken. Like I don't, I don't need to get fancy. Yeah, we used to. Uh, there was a. 
Argentinian empanada place near work that Brian and I would go to every so often. Oh, those are the big, the baked ones that are puffy. Uh, I don't know if they were. They were. Well, I think they were fried. Really? I think so. But we would, yeah, we'd get those. Um, it was cool because like we'd get a platter of beans and rice and just dump hot sauce on it, and and then I always would get the like um, the ground beef. The was it pica picadillo picadillo <laughs> ground, beef. ground beef ground, ground beef. beef yeah it was good yeah but I'm not very beefy these days no not much on the beef train no yeah it's just kind of an easy thing to mostly eliminate I feel like the more beefy beef I eat the more I want so yeah I mean. Like yeah. I used to long for five guys. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> All five. All five. All five. Yeah. Oh, on a hungry day, it'd be ten guys. Oh. Yeah. But oh, I don't so... do that anymore. I know, I hear you. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody have a good week. Um I, I was about to say, don't be sad. But you have your feelings. We have our feelings. Just mask up. <laughs> Get a shot. You know what's awesome about masks is, like, A, they protect you from stuff. And B, you can have whatever face and feeling underneath them you want. Yeah, most of the time people don't see me, like, mouthing the words, fuck you, to them. <laughs> so it's a good thing. You're going to, if, if, yeah... If you do that at work, you have to watch out. I got us. I because I didn't used to be on camera for meetings. Like I'd roll my eyes so hard, and now mm. I'm like, oh, you gotta stop rolling your eyes. They can see you. Yeah, you gotta turn the camera off for a quick eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, hang in there. Yeah, like the cat. Armando, wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. (laughs) Have a good week. Okay. Bye. Bye.